What in the wide, wide world of sports is going on here? Broadcasting live from the greatest city in the world. Austin, Texas, baby. It's Bucky and Aaron. You guys want to play some twos? You know what? Actually, we're kind of in the middle of a conversation. B and E. What's B and E? Bucky Godbolt, Aaron Hogan on the Horn, 104.9 AM 1260 and hornfm.com. With the Longhorns play and Austin Talks Sports. You think we've gotten too radical with our message? Well, I got news for you. You ain't heard nothing yet. And if you don't know... Put them together. And act like you, know yeah, you should act like that. Uh, hot or not, Buck, did you, uh, would you be a fan of clothes with built-in fans after your golf outing yesterday? Garments? Yeah, sir, a, a, uh, a former Sony engineer came up with the idea of and started selling fan jackets back in 2004 where your clothes actually have a fan in there to blow air on you. Air-conditioned clothes. And uh, looks like they're they're coming back online. So I can't do the old Dutch oven. That's too <laughs> that's too hot. That's heated. I, I don't know, man. It is so hot. Nineteen days in a row now that uh, they've been over a hundred degrees. But you know how soon we forget. Last year in this stretch, we had a, a twenty-two day stretch of a hundred plus. But it just seems hotter this year for some reason. It uh, it does. Also on uh, this text says that so Ty lost the bet. That's right. Ty did lose the bet head to head to me. The Astros won the game four to three. So double uh, or nothing. Oh, here we go. Nah, I, we won the series. I'm good. But um, go ahead and get the sweep tonight, get even. But uh, So what are you going to have to take me to see Oppenheimer now in, yeah. uh, in IMAX? I will yeah, say, tell me. You want to go to IMAX. Go to Bob you, Bullock? Bob Bullock, yeah. Well, get, will, some, get you guys some popcorn together. I, did, I will say I did watch the first episode of the, the show Peaky Blinders that everybody recommended to us because uh, the, the, the Killian Murphy, the actor who plays in Oppenheimer, is the lead of Peaky Blinders, the Irish actor. And uh, I did watch a little bit of that first episode. It looks really good. It looks really excellent. So I'm going to – I got things I need to be watching but not have, don't have time to do it. But uh, uh, that happened. Also, Buck um, – Don't let Ty hold the popcorn box. Don't let – I've never oh. – I, I haven't been on a guy date to a movie since I was like 14 when your mom would drop you off at the movie theater and uh, pick okay. you back up. I'm, I'm a – no. It's always – you go with a girl. I'm, I go well, hang out with my boys. I know you do. I'm you do. I, I haven't. No. I but also, most of my I was going to it said uh, white folks only or something in Carolina. What? Down below at the movie theater. That's how old I was. Okay. Yeah. You had to go sit in the balcony. I had to go up in the balcony. <laughs> <laughs> You've seen a lot in your only, life. Only whites well, allowed here. Well, speaking of my mother dropping us off at the mall to go see a movie, my mom did text. She heard you heard us last hour talking about uh, what's happening with B and E, and she said, "Tell Bucky he handled that statement with class and love. Thank him for being such a great part of our son's life for many years." I read once, "We are all the people we meet in our life." Absolutely, you've made all of us. You've made you have made us all better for having known you. Love you. I mean, and when I do that, I I have your mom and dad in mind every day on what I say on this show. I I know my mom is listening in heaven. But I know his parents are listening while they're on this earth. Yeah, I'm sorry, so, Mr. Hogan. I'll be better about that. <laughs> no. So Ty's going to try to be better. <laughs> I told my mom a long time ago, if you're going to listen, don't be texting mom stuff. <laughs> oh, she yeah. Got to have that love, mom stuff. Got to have yeah. the mom stuff for well, sure. You know, you're, my mom, you're, you're closer to my parents' age than, than me, obviously. Um, they're in their early 70s now. But my mom's still working every day, man. She's sitting there doing the medical coding and listening hard. to there our show and 
doing her thing. She called me over the weekend. She had listened to the Saturday shows talking about, you know, signing off. And um, I thought that was, was, uh, they did well, well handled. So, yes, and that is the. uh, And life moves on. It does. It does. And it's been an awkward and rough month here at the Horn. And as we said, the last B&E show in this this, um, format will be Monday. And then um, I've been offered an opportunity to stay. And so working through what that's going to look like. Uh, You've been at these things in the beginning. Well, I've been through this many times. uh, Where unfortunately, where you you start from the and build it build it up, and each time we've been able to do that, um, you know, 2008, and then just don't make it the Titanic where you know you shuffle the 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 chairs on the deck, but the ship still goes. Somebody still hits the iceberg. Yeah, I mean, let's hope. Uh, (laughs) But try to try to control the controllables at that point. But yes, back in uh, when we put the station on the air in 2010 and or late 2009 into 2010, the Horn became the first all-FM station or FM sports talk. And, you know, 13, 14 years later, we're having to make some, they're having to make some serious changes because these are not decisions I'm making. Uh, now I'm just making what's best for my current situation. Uh, but, yes, it's going to, uh, and I know you and everybody else are going to go do great things in what's becoming a more and more robust sports market and sports landscape in Austin, Texas. And there's plenty of opportunities. And as you said, I thought what you said about one of the Texas cheaters said, it's not happening to you, it's happening for, for you. you, yeah, it's happening for me. Yeah, I think the, that's how you have to treat change, and um, when it's especially when it's change that's and uh, as I said during not your, during not, a, your not your not your plan. Yeah, not I mean during difficult times, you just lean on people that have had difficult times and how they handle it. And as I said, I, I've never heard anybody handle it better than the great Craig White. Nobody handle nobody has handled adversity like that guy and still having to do this kind of work. You know. Yeah. Without breaking down and breaking up during the course of what he did, he just remained a professional. Well, and I know there had to be times where he just didn't want to be a, be that person. But he that's that's what I've listened to, and that's what I've leaned on a little bit of of how he handled his business. Yeah, the great Craig Way well, can teach you a lot of things. Absolutely, uh, as a mentor in this business, and you know, it's as Craig would tell you, Craig's friendly with so many in the radio business, and he's picked picked up bits and pieces from. Oh, from man. those in this business. All those guys in Dallas that he went to North Texas with that are on the ticket and all those places. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it can be a cruel business. It can be a, a tough business, the sports radio and, and the media business. We know that. Um, and it's it's about a, it was dollars and cents, and um, sometimes it doesn't make sense. Uh, but at the same time, you're, you're, you know, things are being – decisions are being made above your, your pay grade and above where we are. And we just have to handle it and um, see it as an opportunity. But, but it's, it's unfortunate. And at the end, the people I always hear about the most are the listeners, because without listeners and a lot of people, oh yeah, they're the best. Growing, growing with the shows, you know, wherever we've been at the zone or, um, you know, here when we broke up for four, three or four years when you were doing the thing with Bob Cole, um, you know, that was challenging. But we uh, built it right back up. So who did who did you do a show with? Oh, let's see. I did a show with. He's got uh, a few. <laughs> uh, when that that was '08, I did a show with Mike Rosenthal. Uh, he had just retired from the NFL, mm-hmm. and um, Mike was great. He was an offensive lineman with the Giants, and he was a coach at Austin High for a while. Yeah, right? that, well, because then he, you know, while we were doing the show together in the mornings at the other station, he his wife got pregnant with a fifth child, and it was like, yeah, I got to. be And they home. were doing a business too. They were, yep, they having they a business. were busy, and he was nice enough. And then he had to go. Be, then you were Dan, and so Dan Neal jumped in. Uh, Dan Neal, the Lifetime Longhorn, and someone I've known since I was in middle school. Uh, and then right as that show was getting going, it uh, he decided to run for the state house. <laughs> he tried to run for for office, which I was I was so it's so admirable. Because I, I remember him coming in and saying, "E, uh, I'm I, I 
I can't vote in my district. I can't vote for the person that I that, that that's going to be there, and so I'm you know, I'm going to run against her. And I said okay, and but you know I did tell him well then I have to give her equal time. That's just the way the, the mm-hmm. media rules work. And so he stepped out, and um, I think at that point it became um, gosh it was rotating. And then we that's when that's right when we about put things on, on the FM, and uh, and we went through about four different ownership groups between that and that, and then of course our group here Austin Radio Genuine Austin Radio took over. And there's a lot of stories to to be told, but I'd done shows with those guys, but mostly you, Buck, for 20 years, right? 20, if you eliminate the three or four years where you were doing country, it was it's 20 years. I was a country even. king. You and Bob Cole did a great show uh, while that was happening, and you tried your hand at. I can't imagine the things that were said on that show. What do you mean? I got Merrill to be, Haggard. What do you mean? Merle Haggard? Yeah, Merle Haggard. You and, you and Bob together, that's an interesting duo. Then I got my pen pal. She's now, she's now a star. Taylor? Taylor, yeah. Well, I mean, again, Do you still have that letter. By the way, I still have that. I have that guitar pick and the letter. That's probably worth some money. Come on, now. I'm not. I'm maybe one day eBay. Hand that down to somebody. That's all I'm saying. There you go, Ty. Could be like having a letter from John Lennon, fifty years. Well, we are. Uh, not that Taylor Swift has that impact. <laughs> but, <laughs> she does. I, I know people are going to come That's after it. me. They'll be after you now. <laughs> They're going to come after you that with the Taylor Swift move. Listen, uh, CB says, the Bud Light morning rush with Chip Brown. That's true. We had the Bud Light morning rush for a while with Chip. Uh, that was fun. And then, uh, again, we had different owners, different GMs, a lot of changes through that time. And then it stabilized when uh, you came over and we went back to mornings and Bob and the crew were in, in charge. And obviously now we're to another place of change within the media industry and with our situation. So, uh We'll keep you posted, and as I said, we'll we'll let you know what's coming. But uh, we can tell you that the yeah, last B&E show will be Monday. Yeah, that Walmart gig is still, you know. Plus, I'll make a fine starter. Ooh, which course? I don't know any of them. I like that. You could do the, you could do the golf course starter when it cools down, and then when it gets really hot, you could do the Walmart greeter because you get the air conditioning. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> no, I'm. You do both. You're going to be I'm doing a big great fan. Now I'm a big fan of Costco. Now maybe I want to be the one that hits that little, you know, right to the little yellow marker there that did you buy this wait a minute i saw you in here for two hours come on now i don't know maybe your your wife probably wants you to spend more time maybe you could be the usher at at, at the church be careful now <laughs> be careful That's my ideas well, i'll be doing mm-hmm. coffee morning coffee with her well and through this radio journey i also did a show uh, got moved to the afternoons because we became an espn radio affiliate at one point and um or were an espn so they had they wanted to put the morning mike and mike show on I did an afternoon show for a while without you with uh, Sean Adams. Yeah. Really great Sean Adams and really enjoyed that time working with Sean uh, in the afternoons and the Adams Theory and all of that. Uh, but then when you became available, when you were kicked to the curb by the other place. Kicked uh, to the curb, yes. We're excited to bring you back over and put us in the morning and, you know, build the, sh- the lineup from there. And uh, I got to become good friends with uh, Lunchbox with golf. He became a Texas cheater. That nut. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, look, we'll still be part of the community and the, the city and, you know, whatever the horn is going to become, I'll, I'll hopefully be able to help uh, in some capacity. But same time, it's uh, it's unfortunate, but it's just part of the part of the well, deal. Well, just a lot of good people, lots of tons of good people. And, you know, one of my big supporters, Tito Beveridge and Amy and the whole works over there. I can't say enough about them and, and the people that gave me the ability to, you know, sponsor and be a part of. What they do to to appreciate their product and be able to talk about it. So. No doubt. Well, and that's you know whatever the horn is moving forward, we will 
absolutely want to support that. You know, the things you've done for this community and for kids in this community and the Burke Center for Youth and Salvation Army and uh, the as, uh, as we've learned, you mentioned Craig Flowers, Colonel Craig Flowers last hour, as he's taught us, you know, you don't have to serve in the military to serve uh, and to serve your community and to serve people. And uh, no better example of that than yourself. And I would um, be remiss in saying thank you to La Hacienda Solutions where I got my training on alcoholism and yeah. took me a good six weeks and they straightened me out and gave me a, a, a lifetime of, of ways to handle things. They were wonderful. All right. Well, I still have today, tomorrow, and into next Monday uh, with Buck. And uh, unfortunately, that will be the end of the B&E program. Let's get to the other headlines, though. Trending topics to start your busy Wednesday morning. Top Gun Equipment Rentals always bring you the news in the 8 o'clock hour. We'll start in the National Football League in a busy day. Good news, bad news from Dallas Cowboys camp. Good news, Cowboys open camp uh, with a splash. Team announced it is signed. Their two-time Pro Bowl cornerback Trayvon Diggs to a new five-year contract extension worth $97 million, $21.5 million up front in a signing bonus. He's the first of those young stars that they need to get signed. Micah Parsons probably next. C.D. Lamb as well in that conversation. Meanwhile, uh, the All-Pro guard Zach Martin wants to get his cut of it before it's all gone. Uh, he, as expected, did not report to the start of training camp, making it clear he would like a new contract. Feels like he's woefully underpaid to his market position. Down the road in Los Angeles, meanwhile, the L.A. Chargers and quarterback Justin Herbert announced that they have agreed the terms on a five-year, $262.5 million contract extension. That'll make the 25-year-old the league's highest-paid player, at least until Joe Burrow gets his new deal in Cincinnati. Also from the NBA yesterday, the Boston Celtics and their young star have agreed to the richest deal in NBA history. That's a five-year Supermax extension worth over $300 million. Major League Baseball last night, Rangers leading the AL West over the Astros down to a single game. Reigning champs down the lone, their Lone Star rivals 4-3 to three last night. Kyle Tucker continues his hot hitting. He and Martin Maldonado both homers. Homered rookie right-hander J.P. France worked seven solid innings, allowed just an unearned run. Astros also the beneficiaries of a really close eighth-inning play at the plate. Rangers second baseman Marcus Simeon originally called safe by the home plate umpire. Would have made it 4-2. to two. Call was then overruled and called out by the league's video review office. Houston has taken those first two games. They'll go for the sweep tonight with Framber Valdez, their staff ace on the mound. Texas counters trying to salvage a game in the series with Andrew Heaney. Also last night, Round Rock dropped the opener of their series to El Paso 5-2. Back to basketball, prayers and well wishes continue to pour in for Bronny James, eldest son of Lakers star LeBron James. 18-year-old suffered cardiac arrest Monday during a routine practice at USC. Fortunately, the incoming freshman received immediate medical aid and is listed in stable condition in an area hospital, according to the James family. And in soccer, how about the incredible start for Lionel Messi's move to the MLS? That continued last night as the legend scored two goals and added an assist in Inter-Miami's 4-0 win over the Atlanta United in that League's Cup match. Messi and Miami have now swept through that group. They're into the round of 32. Austin FC will play its second League's Cup match Saturday night, facing FC Juarez at Q2 Stadium. That is a must-win now if they're going to advance to the knockout round. Horn Headlines brought to you by Top Gun Rentals and Lawn Equipment. It's hot outside, and so's our deal this month for a free Hustler generator with purchase of select Hustler Zero Turn mowers at Top Gun. TopGun.net. We'll shoot you straight. Uh, they always will. My man Brandon Mars. I think Brandon's about to be at another new location of Top Gun Rental. They got to get a bigger place. Well, that place on South Lamar. That's a, that's a tough kind little of place. wedged in there. Uh, the one out on Anderson Lane in that area has uh, got much more space, and uh, Brandon's doing great things there. Uh, always growing that company. We appreciate Brandon's. Always need a pole over. saw. Well, you gotta did, have it. Did after the trees all fell down. <laughs> <laughs> uh, always need a pole saw. Yeah. Well, that's the other thing. We've been through COVID together, doing shows from the Onion Creek Club. 
for months. Thanks to our friends at Onion Creek for oh, that. Oh, for sure for yeah. that. That was that was amazing. The length of time they let us hang well, out. They were there. closed too. Yeah, <laughs> the golf course was open, but the interior was. And I I saw the. Uh, let me put the jock on my face so I didn't get COVID. They're uh, the the longtime accountant over there is Jody, and she was she's so nice. And oh she, my goodness! So my her, she's like, hey, when are you and Bucky coming back to do shows? We missed y'all. That was kind of fun. Because uh, they could hear our show from up upstairs, and we were doing it for during the COVIDs. Uh, we did that. We've been through ice storms and snowstorms and rainstorms, a lot of stuff over over twenty plus years uh, of doing this thing. Texas OU weekends. Oh, hey, I Winnebago. Should have taken better notes on that. I could. No, no, oh, no, 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 no. You don't. By the any... end, no, don't you want to just, oh, just no, write the stories, oh, the no. chapter after chapter of trips oh, to Dallas? Oh, you and... don't want to write those. Staying at the Baghdad Hilton there or whatever it was we stayed. Yeah, we stayed in nearly a riot. That was for sure. If you're throwing, they wanted to throw furniture off the balconies. We should start a podcast where you just tell stories. <sighs> I could do that. I'm in. I'm in. I'd love to do something with the buck doing that. That'd be awesome. Like, like once every two weeks or something. I'll do it every day. Come on. Sign me up. Yeah, we probably have enough. Uh, we got stories, but then you all can just talk about the normal things uh, that go on in the world because stories never slow down. Um, oh, man. Look at that. CB just sent us a picture of the, uh, back when I was doing, with Sean Adams, we did the big show. It was called the big show. We did the big show road trip to New Orleans for the Super Bowl in that black conversion van. That thing looks like a covert van. It was a, it was, it was a trip. Soccer van. <laughs> it was, uh, we went to We had New one Orleans of those before. Soccer van. We had one of those that was green like that. Craig Flowers reminded us we did a show at Fort Hood, Texas, and that was something that, oh, uh, that's one of my fondest memories. That's my, one of mine right there, too, to actually get there. You, I wanted to get there for years. And your diligence helped make that happen. And, boy, that was, you knew it was going to be a, an eye-opening experience and a really cool experience, but and then to be there, do the show. That was t- over 20 years in the making. I'm serious. I mean, tried and tried again, and it was always, we're close, we're close. Now there's something going on. There's another war going on. We can't quite have you guys just come rolling through there. That ragtag group of viewers coming in, and we finally got it done. That was wonderful. It was a lot of fun, and we learned a lot about oh my what goodness. goes on at Fort Hood and just the massive scope of what happens there. And then they gave us, took us to lunch and gave us a real nice tour of the, the grounds and met some great people. Now, Fort Cavazos, Texas, now, yeah. which was really a That's nice some thing. some really young, young, young. Yeah, those are baby, they're babies, wow. right? They're you know, college-age right. people, um, for sure. Some people are asking for some clarification if you will still be walking to Dallas, though, if the Cowboys win the Super Bowl, Aaron. As long as Jerry Jones is the general manager, if I'm working at the laundromat, I'm going to still walk to Dallas. I, that's, that's wherever I'm at, I will still walk to Dallas. If the Cowboys, if I'm still able to walk and the, and the general, and Jerry Jones is still listed as the general manager, I will fulfill the 20-year-old, 23-year-old, Absolutely. 24. Yep. It was made in 1999. And that was Harge's auntie that helped us get up to Fort Hood, too. She was a part of that deal because he is the king of Colleen, I believe. The king of clean. Yeah. Somebody said, is there a story somewhere that tells what's going on at the horn? I get bits and pieces. Look, I mean, there. We, we put out statements through the month as we could uh, that, that changes are coming. Uh, downsizing is happening. And we're sharing as we can. Um, and each show is handling it how they can. And we'll have more clarity on what's coming moving forward um, into August. But obviously, as of we know right now, August 1st will be the end of this show as we know it. And then obviously... Craig and Jeff and Chad and Zay, yeah. yep. and you know it's just it's. And I, I knew how important life was, but on that nine eleven day when we became we when we got out of sports, that day I was I was just the way that day was handled. What'd when you, you and I about? were together, oh it was, 
Well, it didn't last long. Is the it answer was to that. scary. Like, I had no. I had, I wanted to know. Do I need to get out of here? Where are my kids at? Do I go to the schools? Do I take them out of that school? That was a moment. That was uh, obviously September 11th, and we were doing the show. And obviously, the first plane hit the the first building about 7:45 our time, mm-hmm. and we were we were talking Longhorn football. Obviously, I, yep. I remember it. We were talking, and you know who we were talking about? Greg Davis. As an offensive coordinator, many a topic about Greg Davis, who all he did is rewrite the record book for offense at Texas and won a national championship as much as he was vilified. But um, and we got an remember it was uh, it was our traffic lady at the time who's gone on to be a big radio star herself, Ann Hudson. Ann Hudson, yeah. Ann Hudson, um, you know, peeked her head in and told us, hey, because uh, we had the we had Sports Center on the one TV we had on, and. Uh, it, Turn it, on the regular news. She said, "Hey, check the news. Uh, a plane just hit the World Trade Center because the studio for for Sammy and Bob was right next to ours. So mm-hmm. they, of course, Bob Cole had it on the news, so they they knew what was happening. She alerted us, and then so we turned it on. We went to a break, and as we came back, I think you know, not long after that is when the second plane hit, which was just after eight o'clock, and then we went to break again, and then we never came back. I mean, we went to national news coverage of what was happening at that point. Everybody knew the world was changing." Uh, and something was going on pretty dramatic, so we didn't talk sports. And then, yeah, we all sat in that building and watched what happened for the next couple of hours, like like the rest of the world did in horror. And um, yeah, that was kind of weird. Like I said, I didn't know. Do I go to? Do I go get my kids now? I did. I mean, I sat. I mean, when they, when where, they, where are we in the in the realm of things? We're the capital I don't of Texas. That. It was, huh? I was I wasn't even old enough to remember that. Wow, I was like oh, five years old. I I remember. We sat there with with Ann, and uh, you know, our producer at the time was Brian Ruiz, mm-hmm. uh, who I just got a nice note from the other day. Brian's doing really good. Teaching, Is he still in politics? School. No, he teaches school and um, doing great in, in education. But uh, so he said, you know, we sat there and watched in horror like everyone else as the buildings collapsed. And you know, at some point, we I had to go get my kids. I did the same thing. I remember getting in my car. My kids were tiny at the time. That's the other part of the show. I've had all three of my kids. So actually, Griffin was born when we started the show. He was just a little guy, uh, but Nolan and Meredith came during the 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 B and E show, and so I had to go get them. And I remember just leaving the stage station, getting in my car, and just being numb, the same as you said. Like, what do you do? What do you say? What's going is on? Is a plane going to hit the Capitol? Because yeah. we our building at the time was a couple of blocks from the Capitol, You're right, in downtown Austin, and uh, just you know, you go pick up your kids and go back home and. You know, Watch just, the news. Wait, wait and see. No, that was a terrible. Now we did, and we didn't do another radio show, obviously, till I think the next Monday, because uh, that was a Tuesday morning, mm-hmm. and uh, we came back that following Monday. But we came back as a whole whole radio station group, right? Bob Cole and every all the morning shows got together just to talk about the circumstances and how to move forward and that kind of stuff. So yeah, that a lot of a lot of moments on this program with you, my friend. Um, but yes, we'll have more clarity on what's to come as we can. As we said, it's an awkward time of you know transitioning and uh, we're all caught in the middle of it and so are you as an audience we appreciate your patience with that as we can provide the clarity that that you deserve and um how you hear your shows and what's going to happen on the radio station uh so appreciate the thoughts and we will fill you in as we can but uh, love doing this show with the longhorns and aggies will play again how's that that will happen again well, yeah, this that is next huge year, to me. That next is year. that is well, great, and that's what I hope. That is, is a that great feeling, whether you and I are together or not. That we're both on radio doing great stuff when that all happens in the SEC, and that's the you know, there's a lot of unfortunate parts of all this, but you know things are about to get really good for the Longhorns, I think, and well, I for believe so the too. SEC and college football conversation in this state and, and in this city, 
So, you know, hoping and you know, I hope I, I, to be a part of it and a big part of it moving forward. This isn't the end, and as you said, it's a new opportunity. We'll come back and uh, pick up the sports conversations of the morning here from Jared Jones. Mornings with Bucky and Aaron. Yeah, I appreciate everybody weighing in with the uh, issue on the app. I think we've got an internet issue in our building right this very second, so we'll work on that because I'm having a hard time with the internet, uh, and that would help the, explain what's going on you can't with our. Put, you can't put internet on layaway either. You gotta. What's that? You gotta get that in there. There's some people working downstairs on the buildings here. That's oh, they're messing with the transmitter again. Well, this would be the uh, the internet, the interwebs, oh, which the interwebs. Uh, that is obviously vital to our Horn app working, which. Uh, a lot of folks, including my mom, let me know that it just went off. And, uh, yes, our our Internet not working in the building currently. That would be um, uh, leading to some of the issues we're dealing with uh, right now here on b and But, obviously, weighing still through the issues, we'll try to get that rectified just as soon as we can. We're certainly talking Cowboys football as camp has opened out in Oxnard, California. No surprise. And I said this earlier, you can understand you know, when, when Zach Martin – or his agent, which is probably how it happened, got a note to Adam Schefter last week before training camp um, that his client was not happy with his current contract, that he's he's making $14 million this year as a six-time All-Pro. Uh, he's 32 years old, and uh, the, the top guards and interior linemen in the league are making upwards of $20 million per season. So he made that pretty clear, and now he's not at camp. And this isn't surprising because I'm sure his agent informed him, look, man, you've got to get ahead of this, these big ticket items that are coming down the, the pike here. Were they ever. Because uh, Jerry Jones at the news conference yesterday said, said clearly, we, 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 uh, we, we think we built a really good you know, championship-level roster, and we've done most of it through the draft, and we plan to try to re-sign our, our young talent. And you know, the first of those young stars got signed yesterday with Trayvon Diggs. But you know, you know, CeeDee Lamb is next on that list. Micah Parsons soon behind that. Uh, you got to get those guys locked up. And if you're Zach Martin and you're 32 years old, you're saying, hey, guys, take care of me before you do all that. Let's get let's get me where I need to be for the f- few years. I mean, you know, he's 32. He probably can play till he's 35, 36 years old at his, in his shape. But um, he doesn't want to do that for way under market value at this age of his career, right? He should be paid what that position is paying. Yeah, I wish best. I could figure out what CeeDee Lamb is worth. That, well, this year will have a huge impact. He was really good last year. He had some drops early. You know, last year was the year where he was charged with re- you know pre- replacing Amari Cooper as the number one receiver and did a good job. Dak Prescott's favorite target. Uh, and what, and unfortunately for Ceedee Lamb, what uncovered was that he he became the only target at times. Right, he and mm-hmm. Dalton Schultz because uh, you know Zeke Elliott was diminished. Fortunately, Tony Pollard was able to emerge and continue to become the the lead back. Uh, but you know, on the outside, you had you had Dalton Schultz and you had C.D. Lamb. But then Michael Gallup never got as healthy as they had hoped him he would get. Return to him, return to Lamb. And then they didn't have really anybody else, right? They we, we said it when it happened a year ago uh, that you know you let Amari Cooper go and you didn't replace him, uh, and you just hoped you you banked on expectation or hope that Michael Gallup would get healthy enough, Noah Brown or one of these you know James Washington, one of these young receivers would emerge. You drafted the kid in the third round last year that never came, never did much of anything. And so, yeah, you were when you got to the biggest games of your year, and that San Francisco game most notably, think about that game, Bucky, in San Francisco. You had every chance to win that in San Francisco. But when Tony Pollard got hurt, that was it. That was it, right? You, you didn't have enough because Zeke wasn't able 
uh, to shoulder that. And, um, you know, they knew they, they could double C.D. Lamb at that point and, and try to eliminate him. Uh, keep an eye on, you know, put one of your best coverage guys on Dalton Schultz and, and, and focus there. Everybody else, we can probably single cover and be okay And with, with as talented as San Francisco is. And, you know, that's how it played out. And in, in the end, they couldn't move the football and they couldn't, you know, the big interception when Dak tried to force it late in that game. Uh, that's why you feel like, okay, well, now you have what they believe is a fully healthy Michael Gallup. Uh, bring in Brandon Cooks. Now, you let right. Dalton Schultz go. And so, you know, to Ty's optimistic point that because they're still kind of banking on hope that this guy, Jake Ferguson, can replace Dalton Schultz at tight end. And they, they like the player. They think he's one of those that they've identified and have developed, and he's ready to take that and take that step and sh- fill the shoes of Dalton. Well, you know, if he's not, because they also drafted Luke Schoonmaker, uh, schoolmaker out of Schoonmaker mm-hmm. out of Michigan in the second round this year. They got Peyton Hendershot at that position, so they think they've, they're they're well equipped there. But um, so yeah, so more weapons, and that should open up for more CD Lamb, right? Uh, is he a top five receiver in the NFL right now? No, he's not, is he? Mm-mm. he but he, he, you know, but he, he is a top ten, probably top ten. Okay, top ten. I mean, Tyreek Hill, Justin Jefferson. You know, dude at Minnesota. That's Justin Jefferson. Yeah, dude. Yeah, the other dude at Cincy. Uh, Jamar Chase. I mean, those are your top five guys. I mean, Tyreek Hill, Jamar Chase, Justin Jefferson. You can put those guys in whatever order you want to. Um, as you know, Devontae Adams is still a great player. Absolutely. Uh, so CD Lamb can crack into that conversation. I think that's fair to say. Um, you know, Debo Samuel. I would also put up there when healthy at San Francisco. Um, you know, A.J. Brown, I mean, A.J. Brown above C.D. Lamb right now in your own division. So, but yes, I mean, C.D., you know. Yeah, but not many in his division, though, right? Just A.J. Brown. Yeah. Giants don't really have one. No. Um, you know, the Redskins, the Redskins, the Washington Commanders have Terry McLaurin. Uh, Terry's a good player, but they just haven't had a quarterback. Yeah, he is really solid. He's a good player. Another one of those Ohio State, yeah, you know, Brian Hartline wide receivers. That's all they do at Ohio State. It's why they're recruiting now they have Marvin Harrison Jr. coming out this year to put another Ohio State receiver into the top of the league. But um, you know, as far as Mar- Mar- as far as CD goes, I think he has a chance to have a bigger year this year with the better supporting the cast for sure. Because you you got some guys to take some pressure off you, and then Dak can and they can't double him. They can't try to take him out of things, and and maybe they can get him back to moving and you know being a slot receiver at times. So just standing out there wide because we know that CD once he gets the ball in his hands, is oh, yeah. a, is a is a running back and an absolute threat. So. Uh, but he'll oh, be, I thought he was good last year. I, I thought he yeah, made, he was real good. He was he real did, good. Had not a lot of drops. Made some really really tough catches. But the simple catches that that ricocheted off of his chest a lot the year before that he made those catches. Yeah, somebody said Cooper Cup. Yeah, Cooper Cup Cooper is, Cup, yep. is right on point. Uh, yeah. So yeah, he's not there yet. That's the that's the elite. Uh, but I think Ceedee Lamb at his age, what is he, twenty four years old? Kind of like he has a chance to be in that conversation in the coming years. I think that is not outside the question, and that's why. They want to sign him, and the same thing with Micah Parsons. I mean, that's the core of your of your future. Um, but you got to take care of Zach Martin in the real time. Yeah, because your quarterback is not going anywhere. You got to take care of anybody that's in in front of him. This says, uh, yeah, we're getting all the app messages. Yes, we know we're working on it. I see our engineer running around over here. Uh, we have no internet in our building, so that's leading to the lack of, lack of an app. Then uh, working to fix it. Promise you. Uh, hopefully we get that turned and restored just as soon as as we can. Um, Twitch is working. Twitch is. I think I just got a note from my mom. Is it back? I think it's back. It might be back. Could be back. We're back, baby. For a minute or two. No, a couple days. Uh, Twitch is working. So thank you for that. 
Uh, all right, so the Cowboys are in camp and uh, optimistic. The other big piece of news I found yesterday, or thought yesterday, Buck, that came out, biggest piece outside of Justin Herbert's new deal, because that's not a surprise that, Sam, that the, the Chargers were going to try to get him locked up, and they just looked at the Lamar Jackson contract and Jalen Hurts, who also got big deals this yeah, offseason. Cincinnati must be really cheap. I thought they'd get it done first. Well, I think Cincinnati was... They're going to wait it out. Yeah, because you know, Joe Burrow is going to exceed what you just saw. You know, Herbert will be the highest paid player for a minute, and then they'll get Joe Burrow done. And then that'll be that'll finish that cycle of elite young quarterbacks that need contracts. Jalen Hurts, Lamar Jackson has needed one for a good while now. They finally got it, and uh, now you got Trevor. Now you got uh, Justin Herbert, and you locked up your. Uh, now it'll be Joe Burrow's turn to be there. But I thought the biggest piece of actual important news developed with uh, the San Francisco 49ers saying that Brock Purdy is cleared and ready to go. And they plan on, you know, being careful with him through training camp. And, and having him playing game one. That he'll be QB1 when the season begins. And uh, that's great news for the 49ers because we know with that quarterback in place, they were damn near unbeatable last year. And who knows what would have happened. He would not gotten hurt early in the game with the Philadelphia Eagles. I mean, I, that, was, that was on its way to being a heck of a ball game. And Brock Purdy, Mr. Irrelevant, last pick of the draft, who outplayed that by a mile, showing that keen ability to, you know, be a point guard, right? Uh, you know, in a real short order, be the perfect piece to 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 uh, be the point guard of Kyle Shanahan's offense. And of course, they also acquired, you know, Christian McCaffrey last year during the season. And you know that that I mean, as much as we like where the Cowboys are, Buck, and that Philadelphia is really good. You know what happens with the Niners if they get a full season with Brock Purdy, and he stays healthy. And as I said earlier, I think Trey Lance is the kind of player that you can, if you're the creative mind of Kyle Shanahan, you can still use him in goal line packages, red zone packages, use his legs, use his running ability to really stress defenses. Um, you know, when you've got playmakers like Debo and Christian McCaffrey and George Kittle, uh, even Brandon Ayuk, I mean, these are elite playmakers, uh, and you've got got them all. Oh, that's for sure. Plus, they have, if you do a survey of league GMs, who's the best left tackle in the league, they're going to say uh, their big left tackle, Trent Williams, is the best left tackle in the game. So you're built behind a really good offensive line, all these weapons, and now you've discovered this kid, Brock Purdy, who just seems to be the perfect point guard uh, to distribute the ball to the right places. Remember when he got into the game and Jimmy Garoppolo got hurt again? All of a sudden, George Kittle was back. George Kittle was catching right. two touchdowns a game. There he was. He brought him back. And, you know, he showed that... That, that, you know, on-field vision and the ability to anticipate throws and not make mistakes. And, well, now here you go. You're going to get, you know, Brock Purdy didn't have the offseason as far as the mini camps, but now if, if they're right, he's going to get to take all the reps and be there for training camp to hit, to hit the ground running. And if that's the case, you know, the Niners immediately become right there with the Eagles and probably ahead of the Cowboys as a favorite in the NFC. Now, Ty, that's an injury that, I mean, that thing, is that's a long, is it, does it take long? I mean, do you have to watch every move that you make, every angle that you – and Brock Purdy's kind of – not just – I mean, I'm not even talking about his size. I'm just talking about the angles sometimes he has to throw from the nerve, because of his size. The nerve damage is what worries me. I mean, I, I tore my UCL, my left arm, almost 10 years ago now, and I still – like, if I set my elbow down in the wrong way, I can't Numbness. feel my arm. I mean, I at all times I cannot feel your my fingers? these two fingers. Wow. It's So I, I don't know the severity of his – but it's definitely something that 
you take one wrong. And he hit. did have that surgery, so he didn't have Tommy John surgery though. No, he had some oh, no. other kind of reconstruction. He wouldn't be he wouldn't be back doing this now. It was UCL. It was UCL repair, the ulnar collateral ligament. Well, because the big deal is when you tear that ligament, that's it holds down your ulnar nerve. So all the way on through there. Yeah. So I never got mine fixed. So my nerve, it it when you go when you make this up and down motion with your arm, your your nerve moves. So in your right arm, if you're doing that and it's going numb constantly. Why am I asking you? I have to do a, ask Doc Trey. He'll tell yeah, me. Yeah, no. We'll, I'm sorry. It. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm not a medical professional. Okay. I'm going to trust Ty more on that because he's actually had the procedure on his arm. Uh, this says 49ers were lucky with Purdy. Teens will figure him out. Look, that's a that's a fair statement. Same time, you know, Purdy's got a year of experience in the league now. That's true. And, and his what, ability to escape and do some he, things. I don't think what he did at all last year was a fluke. I mean, that was he came in and handled it. And if you listen to the 49ers, they say that the they knew this guy was going to be really good early on in training camp. When when remember the Niners had the number one defense in the league last year, and he was the scout team quarterback. And in practices, he would shred them, even with the the, the scout players. I mean, he was picking them apart. And so, if you remember guys like Fred Warner and the leaders of oh, that yeah. defense, as soon as you know Garoppolo got hurt and everybody was panicking, they were saying, "Look." You, this guy's really good. And so I don't think it was a fluke. Now, will they have a whole year of film on him? Yes. But I'm of the opinion that when you've got Kyle Shanahan drawing up plays and he's got this many weapons, it's, you know, the, the quarterback's job, I don't want to say is easy. It's, it's a, it's where does the ball need to go? Uh, and the, the, the numbers game on the other side, they can't double everybody, right? They can't, you know, you're going to have a matchup. And this is what we talk about with the Longhorns this year. This should be Quinn Ewer's job, right? Quinn Ewer's job should be the same, that, just, just find the, the matchup that's favorable to you. I got Jordan Whittington on a fourth cornerback. I've got uh, Jatavion Sanders, George Kittle, lined up with a linebacker that can't cover him. That's yeah, my read. That's my throw. Those are the same guys you're watching on film who you look at and go, that guy can't cover right. my guy. Yeah, I mean, if you're Texas and A.D. A. Mitchell is as good as they think he's going to be with Xavier Worthy, with, with Nayer, and with Whittington, and then you got J.T. Sanders, there's going to be a mismatch, maybe two. On every play where you've got a, you, you have a superior player with man coverage with no you know double help because they're going to be double and worthy most of the time should also open up the run game uh, and you know Jonathan Brooks should be a big factor in what they're doing right now guys like Keelan Robinson off the bench to to make impact and um, you know that's the and you know we don't talk enough yeah you want a championship you want to win that championship Keelan Robinson you're going to have to do some things with him. Keelan, a yeah. little bit, a little bit more. Well, and that's there's just so many more toys now. I mean, the getting Nayer healthy, which he's been fully cleared for camp next week, August second. Ad Mitchell transferring in to play in more of a passing offense. Worthy back for his junior year and healthy, and Whittington returning. And, they, and we don't even mention enough that we, they added the freshman Jonte Cook from Desoto and DeAndre Moore from California. Those are two speedsters you didn't have last year. Those two guys are just flat run go routes. You know, stretch this defense out uh, when you're on the field. And if you saw in the spring game, I know DeAndre dropped one, but both of those guys, you know, big-time speed, mm-hmm. big-time explosive down the field. That just opens it up for – because defenses have to account for that. And you only have 11. <laughs> you only have 11 dudes. That's why I say Quinn yours, you know, kind of like Brock Purdy, there there should be opportunities if you're not overthinking the game here. Just find your, find your favorable matchup and be the point guard. Uh, deliver the ball where it needs to get. Yep. on time and accurate, and you know you should have a, a really hard offense to stop. That's what it was in San Francisco last year. All right, we'll come back. When we do, uh, load up the Blitz. want to hear from you on a Wednesday. It's been an emotional morning, and uh, obviously the conversations of the future. We'll also get a little gossip in there as well, but uh, Blitz coming next. 
Where you get that from? Did someone tell you that? Did someone tell you that? Because I ain't for no games, okay? No games, just the gossip. It's brought to you by the Icy Cold Bud Lights. Of course, the official domestic beer partner of your Longhorns, the Texas Exes, Texas OU game, and good time fun. In Austin, Texas, we'll have Nick Shuley in here next hour with a live music update. All the great places to get out and see some live music this weekend and week. And enjoy a nice cold Bud Light there as well. Hey, load up the Blitz, 447-3776. And we'll get you uh, get your thoughts on this Wednesday, only as good as you make it. Hey, so uh, Taylor Swift is the big deal. Y'all were talking about her earlier. And she's on her new heights. Or what's her, what's her tour called? She's on the, the big... Uh, the Eras Eras Tour. So yesterday or this week on the podcast that the Kelsey brothers do, you know, Travis Kelsey oh, yeah. and his brother, uh, the center, Jason, he said he was disappointed because he was planning to take his shot at Taylor Swift, like try to hook up with her. And he went to the level, I think you're going to kind of like this because you used to read Cosmopolitan Magazine to learn little oh, tricks of the trade. Oh, that's right. Tricks of the trade. So he had friendship bracelets made with his phone number on them in hopes that he could meet her. Because he's got some pool at Arrowhead Stadium, right? He's got a oh, pretty yeah. big deal. And, you know, he could get in with the security. So all he had to do was meet her, and he wanted to give her this friendship bracelet. And it would have his number on it and, you know, shoot his shot. Make a run at it. Is he in second grade? Yeah, Exactly. But a Travis, Valentine hearts. You know, sometimes girls like that kind of stuff. The attention to detail, a little Absolutely. French bracelet. Turns out he was. He says I was butt hurt because I didn't get to meet her. She doesn't meet with anyone before her show. She tries to preserve her voice. She doesn't like to talk to anybody. She's getting her game face on. So he missed his opportunity to shoot his shot. Ty, you go out to uh, local establishments these days, Deep Eddy most likely, or Saxon Pug. What is your shooting your shot go-to? Um, <laughs> I mean, what, what's my go-to move? Is there a move? I mean, gosh. Me and, me and one of my friends has a joke recently. I've been introducing ourselves as Hercules and Adonis. And How very, does that go over? Not very well. It's more of a it's joke. It's not? You're I not mean, being... it's a good, like, I don't know. I, I also run I with some guys. I thought you'd be a baseball bat at 2.30 in the morning. Oh, excuse know, me. Just, the ladies find their ways themselves to me. I don't really have to do much. Ooh, you know, like you're that. just like a gravitational like pull of tie. Exactly. I like that a lot. You say, like, hey, have you seen my car? The Blue Magoo? <laughs> have you seen my car? Blue uh, I, was, I was driving Blue around Magoo? some ladies, and the, they were in the back. It was like an Uber. By the way, you did get the glass fix that was shattered Very by nice. some scumbags. Yes, thank you, Ace Discount Glass off Spicewood. Y'all were a awesome. huge help. Huge help yesterday. That's what it's all about. Uh, that's a good thing. But... Uh, how about this, in Japan, they're calling something called ice cream fondue pizza. That sound any good? Crust bowl baked into the middle, vanilla ice cream just for dipping. It's the fondue cheese. I think I'm out on that. No, I'm out on that too. Oh, yeah, I just saw a video of a crane collapsing in uh, Hell's Kitchen, neighborhood of New York City. Look at that, Buck. That's unbelievable. There's a crane. They're building something. We see cranes all over downtown Austin. It's on fire. The top, yeah, it's burning, and then the top of it just tipped over. It's probably 35, 40 stories up, and then it hit a building. It fell and hit a building across the street, and then all the uh, sh- the ladder material fell to the ground. Hopefully no one was injured there. That is a scary piece of video that's People happening. People wonder why everybody's looking up in New York. Yeah, look at that. Bang. You take out that building or a chunk of it. Are you sitting in your office? Yeah. Oh, man, down it goes. Let's go to your Blitz. The Bucky and E Blitz. The Morning Blitz brought to you by Apple Leasing. 
where you only have to pay for the new half of the car or truck. The half under factory warranty in any make, any model. Click AppleLeasing.com and see how easy it is. All right, here we go. First Blitzer, you're up. Yeah, this is uh, Earl uh, Campbell. Yeah, hey, sorry to hear about that, Buck. But, hey, think about it like this. You still got everything it takes to make a great quarterback. <laughs> wow. Next Blitzer, talk to us. Hi, this is Donald Sterling calling from the nursing home. And I'd like to ask, what has big Aaron Hogan and big Mikey Godbold done? They've been the best duo of sports radio in Austin and all of Texas for the last 10, 20 years, especially for this guy. Good Thank luck you. to you guys. Thank you. This Appreciate that. Very Thank kind. you. Very kind. Donald Sterling. Next Blitzer, you're up. Hey, guys, this is probably going to be the last blitz that I'm going to be able to participate in. So, Bucky, I wanted to say thank you. I look forward to wherever you go, and I'll continue to listen to you. And, E, because you're staying, it'll be the main reason why I'll keep listening to you. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Appreciate it. Next, Blitzer, you're up. Coach. What's up? So, tell me, this can't be happening i mean can't bob cole just do what he did with his restaurant when it allegedly caught fire and save this show can't burn it down like that crane in new york city hell's <laughs> kitchen let's do it no bob's not doing those things any longer bob's next, my neighbor in, in onion creek we, we need to preserve that for that for your backyards next blitzer you're up <laughs> yeah Bucky, shout out to you. I know we don't see eye to eye, but you do give back to the community and you praise the military. Now, if I can just get you to run for the city of mayor of Austin on a Republican ticket. I don't think that would have to join that city council about Dripping Springs, though? I I knew to become the mayor down in Dripping. You were the mayor of Cedar Cedar Valley back in the day. Cedar Valley, that's right. Tiny little hamlet. Next, Blitzer, you're up. Deathbed confession, Buck. It was me who slandered you 22 years ago and said you kept Ricky from getting that 1,000 yards as a freshman for those two A&M tickets. Can we just forget about that? Wow, next Blitzer, you're up. Some things are hard to forget. Hey, guys, don't forget, God has a plan. Love you guys. Thank you. Yes, uh, opportunity is how you have to see the changes, I guess. Only way you can. Or else That's right. Drive yourself crazy. You know what I'm saying? Hey, so uh, we've got one more hour of this show. It's going to include our friend Nick Shuley. From, uh, he is the president of the live music movement in Austin, Texas. He'll get you your live music update. Places you need to be checking out, including some, I looked at the lineup. There's some good stuff this week. Uh, good stuff tonight. Great Thursday night lineup into the weekend. And that was coming up. You know who was at uh, Moody Center on Monday night, Buck? Alicia Keys. Alicia Keys was delivering at Moody Center. I'm a Monday. fan. And apparently it uh, went very well. I talked to some. I got a text from our friend Agnes Picello out of Brown Distributing. She was there. Said it was unbelievable. Alicia Keys, really good. So live music coming in the live music capital of the world, plus uh, Cowboys camp. Jerry Jones shares his expectations for the upcoming season. It's B&E on the horn.